Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. I am currently recording in my closet late af- late afternoon. I wish. it was actually It's actually late morning. Uh, it's past 11. I've been at this for maybe over half an hour, constantly turning off the recording when I'm thinking that I'm going on too long. It's maybe a perfectionist thing. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Secret Life of a Shy Producer. My artist name is Hime. I am a shy producer, one would say at least the shy producer for this podcast. And I'm going to just try to jump in. Uh, the main thing that I'll, I want to talk a bit about is a track that I've been working on. And I finally got to a place where I'm almost done, at least the mixing and semi-mastering. Because I'm not a master expert. Like, I don't master tracks well. But it's it's getting mixed. So I want to talk a bit about what I've done with that track. And I'll hopefully leave a bit of it at the beginning or at the end of this podcast. So you can hear it before it actually gets um, broadcasted to the rest of the world. Or at least you know, put on Spotify and YouTube and Bandcamp and stuff. So, um, but before that, I'll just talk a little bit about my last week, week and a half. Um, I've been working on the grant. I actually completed the grant a day before it was due. And it's actually due today in less than two hours at 1 p.m. So I actually finished it. And for somebody like me who is, one, a perfectionist, it was horrible and it's crippling. It, it, It honestly... It put me in an insecure place. No, um, but yeah, I was actually able to finish it, which is amazing. And I'm a procrastinator at heart in general. So the fact that I actually finished it a day before, it it boggles my mind. And I submitted it a day before. So kudos to me as a procrastinator. Um, It actually made me really proud to do that. But anyway... um, going through the process over the last like week and a half made me realize that a lot of the people who write about what things to do when writing grant proposals they are they are seriously right they know their crap when they say if you're an artist and you have a grant don't leave it until the last minute you know work on it well over a month before it's due that is some legit advice guys okay like I wish I did that. Unfortunately, I only learned about the grant, you know, in early September. So like around Labor Day. And I didn't even know what the hell I was going to do at the time. So that's on me, though. And. But they are right. Like if like don't wait until the very last minute to do the grant. It is crippling. It is hell. It is horrendous. You know, have your crap together long before. Just do that and you'll be okay. Because I was personally a wreck at my computer trying to do all this typing and trying to figure out my artist statement and try to um, illustrate what I wanted out of the project that I was trying to like you know, get funding for and trying to write a budget. Oh my God, the budget. I swear to goodness. I think I mentioned in the last episode that I love budgets and I do budgeting for myself and I do. But trying to write a budget for a grant proposal 
to, like, that one killed me. A small part of me died. But anyway, um, it's over now. I don't have to think about it. And I can go back to making music. And I think the hardest part for me was during this grant process was that I was not making music. I was listening to my music, but I never actually sat down and fully worked on something. And it was like the equivalent to perhaps somebody who's addicted to like nic or nicotine, nicotine. I was like, cigarettes, nicorette? No. Um, but somebody who's like addicted to like a drug or something. And they were put on cold turkey. Like they've, they, you know, it was hell for me. And now I'm glad that because I finished the track, um, the, the grant yesterday, that I was able to start working on music again. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit behind in terms of music. I usually try to put out something once a week and I've lapsed for two weeks. So next week, something is coming out, like no matter what. And hopefully it's the track that I'm going to talk a bit about now. So there is this track that, and I'll talk about the process. I don't have a title yet, um, but it does use a what I think is a public domain speech, okay? A public domain stem, but it's a speech. And it's a speech by Amelia Earhart, and it's about technology and aircrafts and stuff. And mainly aircrafts, because that's what she does, right? That, that was her specialty. Um, but I decided to kind of splice it up a little and do some little quirky things with it. And so maybe like the title might have to do with her or base it around her or something. But anyway, um, originally she was not like even a thought or like the speech was not even a full thought for the song so or the track I actually have this thing about sampling my work I think I've talked about it a little bit before but I really am an advocate for sampling a lot of my unfinished work and now I'm more of an advocate for even sampling my finished work which is what I'm doing for two tracks right now but anyway um I have like a piano stem that it goes on for literally 10 minutes, me at my piano just playing random improv stuff, mainly slow because I like slow music. And and what happened was I was on the train on my way to work and I decided to just open up, you know, uh, sample one, which is a sampler within Studio One, the software that I use, the DAW. And... Yeah, I just decided to open it up and put that part of me playing the piano in there. And I was like pressing, you know, the different keys and most of them sounded crappy. So I decided to just randomly move like the sample up or whatever, or just do some random thing. And I found a really nice part and I sampled it. That was it. Right. And I built like the rest of the track on that piano stuff and the Amelia Earhart thing came in way later um 
I kind of just liked what she was talking about. And her voice kind of worked for the track because I would describe it as semi, like, semi, space pad E. And it has, yeah, it has kind of like an old school sound. And the thing is, I was not trying to go for pure hip-hop this time. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Let me see if I can rewind this. Okay, so first I decided to resample my work. I have a piano part that I I did some improv on literally well over a year ago now. And I decided to put that into my DAW, use sample one, which is on Studio One, um, Studio One Three, the DAW. And I was just playing around and I just found this one sample part that was really awesome. And I put some Bit Crusher, which is also in Studio One. Um, I used some Bit Crusher on it as well. And I tried to EQ out the higher end of the Bit Crusher because there was a lot of hiss. Which might be counterproductive, but I don't know. It made it somewhat louder. So it kind of worked for me. And... I also sampled the same piano part in a different way where I made it faster. So you'll hear it kind of as like weird delay. Well, not delays, but like um, like bell-ish sounds for that. But it's like the same piano part I'm using. Um, the Amelia Earhart sample or speech that I decided to use I think it was, I don't remember what year it was from, but I got it on a website that said it was public domain and stuff. And I was trying to look for information on whether it really is public domain, um, because I really do not, like, even if it doesn't, this, this track doesn't go anywhere, I don't like the idea of really using other people's work without like permission and because of that I like to stick with like public domain and royalty free stuff but even these days you don't even fully know <laughs> if it is truly public domain or copyright or copyrighted or whatever I did sample and use a sample from of course the Converse library I'm I, I use that actually quite a bit um sampled I think two kicks as well as like like a drum machine type of thing as well. I did sample myself, well not sample, but I did have even like some parts where I was playing the guitar. And it's not clean guitar or anything. So, but I I recorded myself doing that. And yeah. I mean Technically, it was a kind of simple track to come up with. I I mean, there was a lot of me, like, kind of... I was going to say glitching it, but it wasn't. it's not even fully glitch. I don't do glitch hop or glitch pop or glitch music, really. But I, I got, like... I just got fun with it. I, I had a lot of fun making it. And, again, I'm going to have parts of the song in this podcast. So, yay. Anyway, I actually do have to go. Um, I haven't eaten. I'm 
technically fasting. I, I try to fast until around 1130, 12 o'clock or even one o'clock. Um, and I've been doing it for well over two weeks and I'm still alive. <laughs> so if that's any testament to yay to fasting or intermittent fasting or whatever. But anyway, I'm hoping that next week I'll be able to do an episode that you guys can tune in for, but an episode about copyright because it's something that's been bugging me. Um, it's bugged me from the beginning. I hear a lot about people stealing other people's content, passing it off as their own. Um, I hear things about fair use and how somebody should be able to make money off of, like, I don't know, off of part using other people's, like, work a little, but having at least a commentary, like, I don't know. But, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not well versed in it. All I know is that I try to make sure to the best of my abilities, that the things that I'm using are public domain. And I'd rather not get sued or the potential of getting sued for using public domain stuff. So anyway, I've really got to go. I'm opening up my closet door so I can try to fall out. And until next time, thank you for tuning in. Bye. But to me it seems that no